It's time to get recharged, people. Hey, good people. Welcome to the Recharge Family Podcast. I'm Kyle Hill, and I want to share some of my experiences as a father with multiple kids with unique needs. And I also have over 25 years of experience working with kids in needs as an educator. The ultimate goal of the Recharge Family is to help you so you can help the kids or the teens in your life so they can reach their amazing potential and be successful in whatever it is that you want them to accomplish. You can follow me at Recharge Family on any of the socials. Now let's get you recharged. So let's get into the episode. What is going on, fellow parents? Thank you for checking out the Recharged Family Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to tell you all about the effects of stress on kids. And to be honest with you, it's not really just kids. It's individuals, humans in general, how stress can affect us in negative ways. Now, I try to be as realistic and rational as possible. So I will tell you, it is impossible for you to create an environment where it is stress-free. However, what we know is that stress affects the brain, which doesn't allow you to think as clearly. And when we think of that in terms of our kids in our house, when we're trying to get them to perform at anything, dialing down the stress levels will help them perform better. It doesn't matter if it's them participating in sports, getting ready for a test at school, or playing a musical instrument for a concert. If we can alleviate a chunk of that stress and bring it down a notch and give them strategies to help them deal with the stress, they're going to be more likely to succeed. When I used to coach at the high school level, I would often tell my players, proper preparation, meaning really good preparation, will give us a better chance to succeed. Doesn't mean we'll always win, but it means we're going to be better performance-wise on the field. Well, the same thing can be said for in the classroom and also in arts and athletics and pretty much any other facet of life. However, there's one additional piece that I would often think after I said that statement. So yes, proper preparation, meaning better preparation is going to help us. However, from my end, as somebody who's leading a team, I also needed to think about the stress level. Because if we ramp up the stress level, we'll ramp up their anxiety and their brains are going to catch on fire and they're going to have a hard time focusing on what it is that we want them to get done. The same thing can be said at home. If we put too much pressure on them, we're going to set their brains on fire. They're going to have a hard time dialing it in and they're not going to perform the best on whatever part of their life that they need to perform on. The best example is my bacon story. If you've been around for a while, you can go way back in the archives at one of the first episodes and hear me share this story, but it's been a while, so I'm going to tell you again. I used to lead, when I was in the elementary school classroom, I would lead my very first math lesson of the year with this bacon story because it talks about the effects of stress. And there are a lot of kids who get stressed just by looking at a math problem because sometimes it looks foreign to them or they think, I have no idea what to do with that, or that is just really too difficult for me to be able to handle. And it sends your brain into panic mode. Actually, from a scientific level, your brain starts to create what's called cortisol. In your brain, you have the ability to create oxytocin, which is like a feel-good chemical. It helps with bonding and relationships, feeling good about life in general. However, if you don't have an abundance of oxytocin, you get the opposite 
which is cortisol. And that's what releases into your brain. And I use, in a funny way, the terminology of setting your brain on fire. But what happens is cortisol is released, your stress levels go up, and you just can't think as clearly. So let me take you way back and tell you this story about one Saturday about 20-some years ago. I just finished practice. So in Delaware, I was lucky enough to be able to coach high school boys in the fall, and the girls didn't play until the spring, so I would coach them then. But this was a fall day. I was super excited about it. We did a three-hour training session in the morning, and then I'm just going to go home and watch my favorite Penn State football team play. I was loving life. I got home. I popped open a can of soda. I got some lunch, I sat on the couch, and to make matters even better for me that day, my wife decided to make these amazing bacon treats. To kind of create a picture, paint a picture for you, she used to take, I think they were Keebler crackers, and wrap them in bacon, put them in the oven, and bake them, and they were just magnificent. So life was just really good for me. Not only did we have a great training session that morning, I was watching college football with my favorite team, it was playing well. And I was going to have the most magnificent bacon treats waiting for me, too, at halftime. Life was good. Until. (laughs) Until I started to smell a smoky fragrance coming next door from the kitchen. My wife was in the back, so I quick ran into the kitchen, and sure enough, when I opened up the oven, there was smoke, more smoke, but there were flames. And to me, it looked like an explosion of flames. However... It was probably just a couple like small flickering flames, but for somebody who'd never seen a grease fire before, my brain immediately went to panic mode. So what happened? My brain started stressing. I could not think clearly. And when my wife came into the kitchen, I told her, we got a fire. And she said, call the fire department. And I said, what's the number? And I turned around and looked at the refrigerator because that's where we kept all the phone numbers. And she's like, it's 911. <laughs> Just call 911. I obviously knew in case of emergency, you need to call 911. However, because my brain was on fire from the actual flames, the literal flames coming from the oven, I was not thinking clearly and I went to panic mode. My brain went to red. Now, I may not be the brightest human in the world, but I'd like to think more times than not I can figure out 911 is the emergency protocol number, but I did not do it that day. And to make matters worse, when my wife remembered that we had a fire extinguisher and we didn't need to call the fire department in, I panicked again because I didn't know how to use the fire extinguisher. Luckily, she read the directions quick to me and we figured it out. But all of that happened, and and we did put the fire out safely, by the way, but all of that happened because I was stressed out. My brain shot to levels of stress that created panic in me. And I could not think clearly. So what does this have to do with you besides listening to a short bald dude tell a funny story? It has to do with your kids. The environments that we put them in, they're going to succeed or be more likely to have success if we can alleviate at least some of the stress. We can't take it all away. But think in terms of how you communicate with your kids. Let's use the example of before a sporting event. Are you firing off like all the 10, 20, 30 things that they need to remember while they're on the field that day? Because if you are, I'm going to tell you there's another component there that's not going to allow them to think clearly besides the stress. It's called brain saturation. When you get too much information, you can't hold anything. But what ends up happening, though, is if you fire too much information at kids, their stress levels increase, their anxiety goes high, they perform less 
and they usually don't perform as well. We are actually coming up on state testing season in schools. And because of that, there's usually a high level of stress in schools, period. And it's not just the kids. There's stress that comes from the educators who are involved in supporting the kids and getting them prepared for whatever it is that they're going to see. The principals are stressed because they're worried about the results and what that might look like. And the parents are obviously stressed because they're hoping that their child does well. However, if we exude all of that stress onto the kids, they usually won't perform as well. So my helpful advice today is be cognizant of the amount of stress you're putting on your kids, whether it be how you communicate with them, whether it be how you're yelling things from the sidelines in their sporting events. Generally speaking, kids and teens will perform at a higher level with a whole lot more praise and positivity than a lot more negativity or directions and commands. That's not to say that they don't need directions and commands. They absolutely do. But we have to be careful with how much we give them. We don't want to overload them. We don't want to increase stress levels. There's always going to be some stress. You can't take it away completely. But we want to alleviate some of it because there's going to be a higher chance for them to be successful. So that's my two cents for the day. I appreciate you out there, parents. Just remember, think about the stress that we put onto our kids. And also remember, if you've got a fire extinguisher, there is no need to dial 911. And you won't have to worry about dialing the phone number for the fire department. Problem solved. Hang in there, parents. I know it's not easy out there in parent land. Love your kids and support them. And let's all try to develop young people so that one day they can make the world an even better place. Have a great one. We'll see you again soon. Have you heard that our virtual bash workshops are expanding massively coming up this summer? And they're all completely free events where we're giving away free stuff. Not only will we have some of the biggest names in the education space from across the globe presenting to educators, but we have expanded massively this year so that we have a parents virtual bash, which will have experts from all over the place providing parents and caregivers with all kinds of great ideas and resources to help them help their kids so they can be successful in school and beyond. We're also expanding to have a community virtual bash this year, which is focused on giving content and resources to those who work out in the community with youth. So if you're a sports coach or you work with youth organizations, maybe it's mentoring programs or even employers that work with youth. The Community Bash is exactly what you're gonna need to help kids and teens become more successful as you work with them. The Recharged Family Mission is to blanket young people with incredibly compassionate and caring role models in schools, at home, and out in the community. That's how you make the biggest impact possible Again, it's all completely free thanks to the partnerships we've developed with sponsors. Our hope is to connect you with experts who can help you make a positive impact on the young people in your lives. You'll find the Save My Spot registration form down in the show notes so that we can notify you when all the workshops go live later this summer. And as a reminder, these are on-demand workshops, so you go at your own pace and you have access for months. You're not going to want to miss out on these amazing events, so register and spread the word to your friends. so much for listening to this episode be sure to follow us at recharge family on all the socials and you can learn all about the content we provide for parents educators and community members at rechargefamily.com finally we always want to hear your feedback so feel free to email us at rechargecommunity at gmail.com or just send us a dm on the socials 
Thanks again for listening.